Let me tell you something. Remember Fire Marshal Bill? Well, this is Podcast Master Nick, titular host of Nick Flanagan Weekly, the show you're listening to. Dog on my lap, spring in my step, dipping crackers and garlic butter. That's my life. What's yours? Could it be better than mine? Don't answer that unless it's worse than mine. And if it is, write me at weeklypodcasts at gmail.com. And if you have a GoFundMe, I will shout it out. This is a podcast where I talk about whatever I damn want. And sometimes I talk about that with other people. But of late, I believe this is my third solo episode in a row. It's mostly been solos, and I am comfortable with that. And from your feedback, some of you are comfortable with that, too, and that made me feel so happy. Um, by the way, if you sent an email in the last week or so, I uh, have skimmed but not read hard. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I see you. I hear you. That was that Michael Moore Fahrenheit 11.9 movie uh, I just watched. I think I talked about it in the last episode that I was going to. I watched it. It's pretty good. I was uh, surprised. Only because I don't know what to expect from Michael Moore movies. It still has the same kind of like grave, somewhat hacky humor, but also good humor. But man, there's some real good points in it. A lot of stuff about the media. Enabling Trump, uh, Trump, the president who used to be of America, and now he's just the president of his own mind, man. Um, and they show it's, and a lot of it is about the Flint, Michigan water crisis, which, you know, Michael Moore's been a whole Flint, you know, he's from Flint, and his whole thing. Uh, through these many years has been focusing on Flint and their water crisis. And they show the part where Obama comes to Flint and he goes, I see you, I hear you. And then he does this performative thing where he drinks their water. And they're all like, is this what we're going to get? The president coming and taking small sips of our water to prove that it's okay. Meanwhile, the governor from, from that time period was just indicted for you know this conspiracy anyway if you're in flint i see you i hear you but i'm not obama man that guy remember we were all excited it was gonna be great and then like it was kind of great in ways and then in other ways really not so great and now we have Horrific apathy and frustration in the U.S. In Canada, I don't even know. I mean, not that I'm apolitical here. I just don't know what the cent like larger political movement is, like the federal people are doing federally. I know that locally what, what I want done, but I, I don't know. Can someone tell me? <laughs> I don't want to have to Google it. I might duck, duck, go it. 
Internet, good or bad? Tell me. Email me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Wait one second here. I don't know. I'm back. I'm back. I, I did. There was a weird noise. I've got three dogs here. And, uh, you know, one of them makes a weird noise. And I just got to check it out. Half the time it's them eating themselves, but I don't, you know, if they're vomiting, yeah, I want to deal with that. Twice a day I walk these guys, letting them out for peas, petting, belly scratches. It's good. It's a lot of work. I'm getting abs. And then they're being painted over with uh, uh, fl fleshy softness. Because of the whole crackers and garlic butter thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I, I, it's like I'm the worst kind of political person where I'm just... I want things to change, but I'm also like, hey, what? So, you know. But I'll go to your protest once all of this germs go away. And I don't know what else I have to report besides, you know, gaming... Resident Evil 5, not the scariest Resident Evil, but a very action-packed Resident Evil. Shining Force, classic Sega Genesis strategy role-playing game. That's my sleep bedtime game. I've got, I, I, I brought my VHS uh, built-in VCR, you know, like 15-inch TV, very portable, to this home, put it in the bedroom and connected a Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo to it. And I'm playing this game Shining Force and Charlie the dog, who's the only dog allowed up there, nestles in with me and watches as I fight monsters. And he, then he goes into my, he whispers in my ear, you're 40. And, and his breath stinks. And you know what? Mine probably does too. I haven't seen another person for days. I can smell. Dogs can smell. They have a great sense of smell. I tell you, you want to detect a fire in your neighborhood, <laughs> ask a dog. Problem is, you try to use the fire hydrant, dogs is going to put up a sign that says occupied on it. That was a big dog movement. Occupy. <laughs> big dog movement. Occupy fire hydrant. Um, I was talking about this the other day on the podcast. I've talked about this, but oh, things are going to go back to how they were at some point. Vaccinations are happening en masse. Slow in Canada, about four times slower than in the U.S. We're hoarding vaccines as well. Five doses per Canadian last I checked. Which means there are countries that will not have access to vaccines thanks to our benevolent nation. But that is besides the point. Vaccinations happening. Uh, winter will be done relatively soon. And then hopefully there is a less uh, powerful case count COVID-wise. Eventually, things will kind of subside to the point where we can 
have a society again. And guess what? I'm scared. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I'll be older. Pretty much two years older. Mostly I'll have given myself voiceover training and podcasting experience. That's pretty much what I'm going to have to show for it. Is that enough to get me through the coming days? Also, I'm worried that, you know, it will go back to normal, but it'll be a brief normal, and then there'll be another problem. And I'm not, like, trying to be self-absorbed when I say, oh, God, what will happen to me? But I'm just like, how will I fit into, how did I fit into the society before? How do I fit in? How will I fit myself back in? I didn't really fit in before. Oh, ADD Island. That's what we need. Annex a little portion of Mauritius. Voluntarily. Maybe we'll get a GoFundMe going to buy some of Mauritius. And all willing ADDers get to live there. There is no currency. Except ideas. Ideas are the currency. Whoever has the fastest amount of things going on in their head is the king or queen. We don't have a king or queen, though. They're the boss. I like that. That's a very gender-neutral term. It's kind of loaded because people equate bosses with uh, giving you low salaries, not giving you a day off. But this boss has no power. They're just called boss. They have a title. So in that way, they are like a king or queen currently. That's so funny, the way royalty is working nowadays, where someone's just like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, uh, you know, King King Jackson is at the party. He's a king of uh, Globshire. It's a very small island off of uh, the UK. And then you look over and it's just some guy in a Big Johnson T-shirt wearing shorts, dancing. He's got no money. You know, I was watching that Nexium documentary and Catherine Oxenberg, her daughter was caught up in this cultish thing, Nexium. And she's like royalty. Her mom is like, God, I don't know, Viennese, Austrian, Liberian, Swiss, something, some type of royalty. And you see her and she's just like a lady. And then you watch The Crown and you realize, well, they're all just like us. Thank you, The Crown, for showing us that royalty is just like us. So, yeah, all I ask for is that in the new society, which I think everyone is trying to force to be the old society, see how that goes, um, all the people who it wasn't working out for need to negotiate with with the place Mauritius purchase a small section and start a small new country with a boss who has no power and whoever has the most ideas is the boss but they don't need to execute the ideas they just need to honor system <laughs> say how many ideas they have at the one meeting per year that we we have if you would like to join this colony weeklypodcast at gmail.com email it Um, If you'd like to support me, and I may then donate to the GoFundMe, 
You can go to ko-fi.com slash nickflanagan, ko-fi.com slash nickflanagan, or pick up one of my albums at Bandcamp, nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. All right, those are the plugs. I will say, I I want to go back into the part of society where I was like doing live comedy shows. That was nice. Although, you know, stand-up's in a weird place too. There's way too much uh, import being put on what we're doing. Like we're one step away from there being like a a news channel that's just hosted and produced by comedians. And I will tell you, that will give people some of the worst opinions of all time. Jordan Ole Peterson was really brought into the public domain by comedians in many ways. That's a bad sign. You know what comedians used to do? Heroin. Now they're like, man, that's really like a cool philosophy you've got there. Care to just give me your opinion on race relations that I don't need to challenge? Today we brought, like I had, I heard this guy, uh, Tim Dillon, and he was interviewing like Candace Owens. And he's like, Candace Owens, what's, uh, what is, nobody knows what Candace Owens thinks of abortion. Are you pro-choice or pro-life? And it's like, what? What kind of a question is that? Everybody would assume it's like there's a 99% probability that Candace Owens is not pro-choice. And indeed, Founder of Blexit, conservative activist, Candace Owens, is not pro-choice. I didn't need to hear this interview. You asked something I already knew, Tim. No offense. Brickwall Brotherhood, two comics. If we were hanging out, it'd be cool. But come on! And then you go on Twitter. You ever go on Twitter and just go like, what am I looking at? This is like, I'm in a, a classroom where no one is allowed to talk and everyone is just writing little secret jokes. And then you find like, and then they have to like cut it out the joke they just wrote. And then all the different students, there are a thousand students just like sort of put their jokes above each other. And then Someone says, you want to read this? And you go, no, not for free. And they go, well, uh, somehow this is going to be like cocaine. So you're going to want to read it. I mean, it's, it's become yet another impulsive, impossible to shake habit for me. And it's probably not the least unhealthy. So that's good. I'd say the crackers with garlic butter. Um... It's probably less healthy than than Twitter. But it's more just the reflexive mechanical use of it that I have a problem with. You know, I want free will. But it's like everything in my life is reminding me that I'm too anxious to have free will. Here's I have free will at feel good. You know what I'm saying? Will it feel kind of good? Will I get some people saying they like something? Will I get a tingle in my bones? Do it.
Well, a garlicky um, slick slickness coat my taste buds. <laughs> Give it to me. Free will or free won't. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Nick Flanagan Weekly. Thanks for listening. I always really appreciate it. I've been getting nice emails, nice words. Thank you so much. All the dogs say hi. I'll be back very soon. And have a great day. Or night. Or Twilight Zone.